Hi, Reed. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, Dad? I'm fine. I'm it's also good to fine. see you. <laughs> it's good to see you, too. <laughs> Who is that voice from the beyond? It just... <laughs> Introduce our special guest. Yeah, so this week we have a very special guest. It is my roommate, Emma. Um, Emma. Hi. She said hi. Yep. Yeah. You can get closer to the microphone so that we feature Emma as well as Reed. Yeah, so we are huddled together in my dorm room. um, As Emma is here to be... Our, our, help us review a, our thing, the yeah. review. This is, this is a very special guest for a very special episode that is a different very special than our previous very special episodes. Yeah, it's a more normal very special. Ex- exactly. That should be the title of this particular episode, episode 11, a more normal very special episode. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Emma, yeah. how do you feel being the very first guest? I am very excited. I am an avid listener of your podcast. Yeah. So this is like, this is a dream come true. It's like the only podcast you listen to. It's the only podcast I listen to. And it made my Spotify wrapped. And it, yeah, I'm just That's very amazing. Deal. Yeah. So our number one listener. Wow. <laughs> nice. So, um, uh, uh, sorry, I just spaced the question I was going to ask you. Um, Oh, this is fine. This is a good listening this experience. Is, this is really good. This really is a very special episode. Okay, I'll come back to that because I, as you were talking about being a listener. Oh, have you rated the podcast? I think I'm a really bad listener and I've forgotten to. So. Because I mostly watch as, it while I'm at work. <laughs> as soon as we get enough ratings, then it will be revealed to the Spotify place or the, 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 the on Spotify will, it'll actually show like this is a five-star podcast or this is a four-star, but you have, we have to get enough ratings before that actually happens. I will do that immediately after this. Okay. This is a one-star okay. podcast. However many, no pressure. It's a no five billion yeah. stars. You, whatever you feel is correct. It's five billion stars. You guys have kept me sane at work when uh-huh. I have to file in the back room and I don't want to. Yeah. For That's context, Emma works at the registrar's office, so. Which, if you're wondering what a registrar's office does, think about all the paperwork you hate filing. We have to deal with it. That's Emma. Yeah, I get to file it. Please be nicer on your forms and in your calls. I do. I send in my work, I send special requests to the registrar's office to change a grade or something or or fix an incomplete or something like that. Yeah, I got a stack that was probably a good four inches tall of great changes that I had to file one day. One of those was mine. Great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a great story, actually. My grade Maybe change? You got, yeah, you got an F. Yeah, well, no, I didn't get an F. Mm, I was given an F. F briefly in okay. band, and that yeah. made me panic <laughs> because that should be a very hard class to fail because basically the requirements are show up and that's it. So I showed up the entire time. I missed one class because I had a bad reaction to, not a bad reaction. I just didn't feel good after my flu shot or yep. something. 
And so I missed a total of one class and I went to the concert and I did everything. And then I got an F on my transcript. And so I emailed my professor, very panicked and said, what did I do wrong? Uh, please tell me what I can do differently and how I can do it better. And he emailed me back saying, that was my fault. My bad. Uh, this uh -huh. is supposed to, I like, he'd gotten confused because my name, my name in the system is not the name that people call me. And so he had assumed like, oh, I don't know anybody by that name in my class. Right. There must have just been someone who just never showed up. So that would have, so he fixed it and now I have an A. So we're good. Excellent. <laughs> hey, Emma, how many Fs did you get on your report card? I didn't get any Fs, which I'm That's glad. pretty good. That's way better than how many Fs Reed got. I now have no Fs. I now have all A's. <laughs> but for a moment, you had an F on your transcript. Yes, and it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I probably would have cried. How... I didn't tell anybody about it until I got it fixed. <laughs> I would have cried. Yeah. I would have had a meltdown <laughs> if I got I'm an F. I'm pretty sure. So mom doesn't even know. And Anna probably doesn't even know. I right? think I told them. Okay. I was going to say, because it came up when you and I were talking at some point and I don't think they had known. They find out now. I think yeah. they at least knew that there was stuff I was trying to figure out with my band professor. Right. I don't know if they know the specifics of it because, yeah. Yeah, because you don't tell us stuff like that. <laughs> because that's scary stuff and I don't want people to think that I'm like a bad student or something because, right. you know, I somehow didn't show up to band the entire mm -hmm. year and mm -hmm. but we knew that's not the case yeah and when you're when something scary happens the important thing is to keep it inside yep and that's what i did yep good job <laughs> thanks son okay. No problem. okay really good at that therapists everywhere so, are quaking uh, you guys start your semester on monday yes yeah <laughs> two days excited? is this a good thing that we're starting yeah. Are you excited? Um, I'm excited for my classes. I don't know if I'm excited for the workload. Right. Emma? I would agree. I'm, I thought like I'm excited about being in class and kind of being out of the weird limbo that comes from being between um, terms. Yeah. But I am also a little bit um, sad that I will probably be losing my free evenings. Yeah. Yeah, well, from someone who's been in spring semester for a few weeks now, I can tell you it's hell. So <laughs> brace yourself. But you'll be great. This will be fun. I'm excited for your classes. And we'll check in later about how classes are going. Yeah. Uh, but for now, um, uh, we want to get to our review, right? Yeah. Okay. So the movie is... We are reviewing the movie Shang-Chi yes. and the Ten Rings. Legend of the Ten Rings. And the Legend of the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. Okay. By I've now seen it twice. I rewatched it pr in preparation for this review. Nice. I didn't do that. The last time I saw it was showing it to you the first time at Thanksgiving. Right. I also um, did not rewatch it. The last time I saw it was during last finals week when I was stressed and I was like, I'll watch this <laughs> when it came out on Disney plus. Yeah. Cause it came out on Disney plus. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So this is about the level of preparation we expect for this podcast. So we're all in good shape. 
I'm guessing that you guys having watched it many weeks ago, you probably remember exactly as much as I do having watched it like 48 hours ago. So (laughs) we're in pretty good shape. So what's the synopsis of the movie? And maybe you can give more context about like how this fits into the Marvel universe. Cause I'm, I'm not sure if I understand that entirely. Yeah. So Shang-Chi is set in the fourth phase of the Marvel cinematic universe. Um, it is it takes place like after like Endgame and stuff. So if you've been keeping up with the Avengers, it's like after that. Um, there was there was some cool. I caught it the second time. There were some cool like little side things like posters and uh, like public service announcements saying, "Hey, are you stressed from the post? Uh, what's snap. it called?" Post snap, blip, blip. I like started snapping. You saw me starting to snap. So the post blip trauma or post blip anxiety or something. I thought that was really super clever, but of course they thought of those things. Okay, so it's post blip. Yeah. Um. So what else should we know? Um. It. Um. So we got hints of these things called the ten rings. Um, in the first couple Iron Man movies. Um, what? Yeah. So <laughs> in... For the listener who can't see, like, like Reed's telling me this, like, in a very straightforward way, and Emma's nodding emphatically, like, of course, any idiot knows this, that the Ten Rings clearly were in Iron Man. Yes, go so on. So they were not really the Ten Rings. They were... Um, a like terrorist organization using the name the Ten Rings out of Afghanistan. I think so. They blew up Tony Stark's house. They blew up. They yeah. were the original people who kidnapped Tony Stark, and they blew up his Malibu. And house. they blew up his house in Iron Man Two. And then in the third Iron Man, we meet the Mandrake. I think it's Mandarin. Mandarin. It's after the orange. Yeah, Yeah, it's after the orange. (laughs) Mandrake would be in Harry Potter. Uh, Yeah. Different IP. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's the universe is straight, buddy. (laughs) Okay. And then, yeah. And that's where we meet this actor guy, Trevor, who also appears in Shang-Chi. And then we learn that it's not Trevor. Trevor is an actor who is covering for this white guy who is a fire monster person and dies. But that was all using the name of this actual person whose name I don't... Wenwu. Wenwu. And who is Shang-Chi's dad, who has these ten rings, like bracelet things that go in his arms and he uses them for like immortality and to basically conquer the world and stuff. He can use them as weapons and they like send them flying through armies and they're just, they're very overpowered when you actually think about it. And they're not really explained how they function. Yeah. We don't really understand how they work. 
But they're cool. They're really cool. They're really cool. Yeah. You can blow stuff up. You can protect yourself with shields and you can make big booms and apparently fly. Yeah. And send the rings flying off and they come back. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it's like every super weapon combined is what it seems to me to be. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, (laughs) so the guy takes them off. Yes. He takes, because he wants, because he needs a magical woman. Uh, She's from the um, Talo village. So she's like magic because everyone in the village is from a different like realm. But like, she's not exactly magic in our world. I don't think like she just, I don't know. Yeah. She's not magic. She's not magic. Like Dr. Strange is magic. She's magic. Like she, Dr. Strange is the master of the mystic arts. He's not magical. I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) You call him a wizard too often at this point. Yeah. To not just be like magic. Magic. So Thor can. Thor's a god. Can can yeah okay so he can go from (laughs) one pouring space to another and doesn't lose his powers, but but uh, Shang Chi's mom. Mm-hmm. Just leaves her forest and then she loses all her powers. Yeah. Kind of. It's like implied that she gives up a lot. I think it's like she's like gets too far away from the source of her magic or something like that. And then. Okay. I don't know. It's like. This is not what it's like at all, but it's like cell service. If you get too far away from the from the <laughs> tower. You can't use it anymore. Honestly, right, a pretty needs, good description. She needs 5G. Yeah. Magical powers instead of whatever, whatever she's got. Yeah. Roaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roaming service is pretty crummy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I can't, I can't imagine if no one's seen this movie, uh, how, how excited they are to see this movie at this point. They're just confused and have turned off the podcast at this point. Yeah. Also, this is not yeah. where the movie starts. No, this, this is, is all background back, This is all background information. The movie hasn't actually started yet. Yeah, it's a pretty good start in San Francisco. And the guy who plays, or the Shang-Chi, who's Sean, <laughs> as a character in San Francisco, and his best friend, whose name I just spaced, but it's Katie. Katie. Played by Aquafina. Aquafina. What? Or what? Our queen. I love Aquafina. (laughs) She's wonderful. Yeah. She's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't, seeing her kind of in comedy, well, this is kind of a comedic role, but I wasn't thinking, oh, yeah, that's this action movie is perfect for her, but she's fantastic in this movie. Yeah. Um, Probably my favorite character in the movie. It's a good character, yeah. Although the sister is also very good. Sister is very Charlene. good. Yeah. Okay. She's awesome. I dressed up as hers for Halloween. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, outstanding. <laughs> nice. Um, so, okay. So we've kind of boggled everything. <laughs> like we, we didn't start at the beginning, but, but that's fine. There's a great intro scene or close to the beginning there in San Francisco and, and Shang-Chi kind of reveals who he is in some kind of sense. And it's kind of revealed to him kind of his place in the bigger scene. We, we figure out that his dad is looking for him. Yeah. Yeah. Basically he, he and Katie are like living their lives and going about business. And then they get randomly attacked on the bus and 
Shang-Chi yeah. figures out that it's his dad that sent the people. And yep. so he's like, I got to go warn my sister. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because they're taking... A, so his mother gave him a necklace. It, both him and his yep. sister, she gave them necklaces. And the guy came on behalf of his dad, took the necklace, and so he wants to go and warn his sister. Yep. And that starts the plot. Yep. An awesome yep. part on the bus, which is great. Yeah, that's a fantastic scene. Then he goes back to, where is his sister? Is it Hong Kong? I don't Maybe? Really remember. <laughs> Somewhere else. Yeah, oh good. They have to fly a plane across <laughs> an ocean. Yeah. And they get there. I forget what metropolis it is but it's in the big building sister um long story short it's a pretty outstanding actions collection of action scenes and then it's revealed hey dad and then (laughs) dad seems to be pretty grumpy about the whole thing takes them both back home and then it's figured out that he's gonna like try to find the mother that has passed in ways that are kind of mysterious to us until we find out later. And then we figure out they're not exactly in line with their dad's thinking. I hear this happens to people. I don't understand it. Um, And then uh, it turns into a big mystical, fantastic battle that includes magical armies a lot of tech, um, the Ten Rings, and some dragons. Yeah. And, um, oh, and Aquafina learning to believe in herself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and in the end, Aquafina, Katie, deserves, realizes she, okay, I don't want to give anything else away. <laughs> One fun note is that when they go to find um, Shang-Chi's sister, Xiaoling, um, there's this line that where they're like riding up the elevator to try of the big building that you mentioned to try and find her. And they're speaking in Mandarin at one point in there. And Katie's like, oh, my Mandarin's not good. And like the dude was like in English. Oh, don't worry. I speak ABC. And it's really fun because it's a joke in and of itself where it's like ABC English. That's very fun. But ABC uh-huh. also stands for American born Chinese. And so it's kind of a nod to that community of people like who are like Katie, who like probably grew up with Chinese family or something like that, but don't actually have the same level of like cultural knowledge or language skills that their family that immigrated has. Oh, fun. So it's a very fun so, nod. <laughs> yeah. I speak American born Chinese is... A whole other, oh yeah, a whole other line. I thought I was just catching it like, oh, A, B, C. Those are the first three letters that I use. Yeah. Totally get it. That was clever. I love it because it's like it works both ways. But I remember when we were in the theater, I think I was sitting next to Reed and I was like, Reed, this also also means this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what's your, um, what's your, uh, your review? Uh, Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs. Okay. Okay. So people should see this movie. Yeah. As if, if they're still listening, <laughs> see this movie. If you haven't already seen it and you're yeah. on the fence 
and still listening yeah. by some miracle. Yeah. Or if it. you've seen it once and you don't quite remember it, then you should see it again. That would be my Mom. plug. Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to name names, but yeah. Mom loved that movie, though. My mom yeah, loved it, did. too. Mom said after we watched a- it, she thought it was like the best Marvel movie. I don't know if she said ever or just in a while or something, but she really she- liked it. My mom yeah. said the exact same thing. <laughs> my mom was like, this is like my favorite Marvel movie that you've shown me. Yeah, so it's a good mom movie. <laughs> Except she so, did okay. not like the little... Oh. Her, the little fluffy moth thing. Oh, the thing, thing that didn't have eyes. Yeah. Oh, what was she, name? I don't remember. Oh. Tr- Trevor? Wasn't Trevor the guy? Trevor's the guy. Trevor's the guy, okay. Here, I'm going to see if I can find it really quick on Google. I don't know, like Kevin or something? Yeah, that sounds right. Although Kevin is a is a, a minion. Yeah, and a bird. Me. Oh, yeah. Kevin might be overused. Morris. 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 Oh, yeah, excellent name. for He does look like a, or he, it, they look like a Morris. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that disturbed mom more than <laughs> Mom was very unnerved by Morris and yeah. was just like, but why doesn't he have eyes the entire time? Yeah. Or a face. Or a face. Or a head. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. But can still um, see. Yes. But also, he's there's this guy with ten rings and he can... Fly and produce shields and and shoot and punch. So I was gonna say I don't think Morris is the most unbelievable part of the movie because like have you seen <laughs> some of like the deep sea or like deep cave creatures that don't have eyes? Maybe maybe yeah. that's what Morris is. Maybe he's evolved from them and just fluffier yeah. and just fly fluffy. <laughs> and has <Yeah>. wings. <laughs> and so so if you're listening out there, it's okay to be different. <laughs> That's what we learned from Morris. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. A fictional character who has like 10 minutes of screen time. How, yep, how long yeah. is the forest scene when they're in the car? Because Morris isn't all of that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that was just my I, estimate. I, when he comes back towards the end too. Oh yeah, because he plays yeah. dead with Trevor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It turns out it's probably pretty easy for... Morris to play dead since <laughs> doesn't, have, doesn't have to close his eyes. <laughs> he just he plays it down. really well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so what what do you think is likable about the movie? Like, other than moms like it, <laughs> moms who don't naturally have an affinity for Marvel universe. Um, it's a fun movie in that it. Uh, it's kind of like a bunch of different genres and stuff all in one. Like it's like a fun, like action movie and like has hero's journey element to it. But then it's also got like some fantastical stuff and that kind of thing. Um, and then it's also like accepting yourself and like, yeah. Friendship. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a good good friendship 
oh, I didn't know this thing about you and then accepting that thing about you and, mm -hmm. and, and sticking it out. Yeah. Yeah. And supporting each other throughout like some crazy drama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It got, it got pretty real there. Yeah. Emma, what do you like about it? Uh, I think besides everything that Reed has already said, um, one of the things I really enjoyed about it was how they integrated Mandarin throughout it. Cause I'm learning Chinese right now. So it was really fun to see it used more than just the opening scene, which is what you see a lot in movies. Um, so I think that was really fun for me as a watcher. Uh, and it was also yeah. fun to see where there were lines that they would say where I'm like, Oh, interesting. So that's how they chose to translate that. And it doesn't like really change the meaning. It's just like the specific words they used that didn't quite match up with the subtitle, which was kind of fun to um, be able to recognize. Mm -hmm. And then also the cast is amazing. Like yeah. it's just a really good cast. Yeah. So I think those are the things I would add to what Reed said. Bless you, mom. <laughs> yes. You hear that? Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. When I have my headphones on in the mic, I can hear more in the house than I can when I'm just hearing things with my ears. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So we get features of cats of while I'm sneezing in the other room of random creaks in the house. Sometimes the dog barking out in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, getting back to the movie, I liked it more the second time I watched it. I don't exactly know why, but, um, right. I, I don't know why I didn't like it as much the first time as I did the second time. But I really liked it the second time. And for all those, the kind of like someone discovering more about who they are, both in Shang-Chi and in Katie. And, um, oh, and the sister too. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. She has a name. Shaolin. Shaolin. Yeah. I only know it because I dressed up as her. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the second time I watched it, I, there was a second hidden scene. Like usually the Marvel movies have some, like they show some credits and then you pan out to this other scene like, Ooh, this is foreshadowing or something. And I saw the first one, but it was only after the, the second time I watched the movie that I caught, there was a whole other extra scene that I had missed. Oh, really? I can't yeah. remember which order they came. I don't remember. Cause I remember one in a bar. Yeah, with Doctor. Yes, with not Doctor Strange, Wong. With Wong. Wong. Yeah, so that's the one I had seen, and that's kind of fun. Like, and that gives you some foreshadowing that okay, there's going to be some connection with Doctor Strange, right? I think yeah. that's where it's going. I assume so. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a scene and at then, the very end with like Brit Banner and stuff, right? Or is that the same scene? I think that's the same scene. Yeah, it's the same scene. Oh, is there and, another one with Captain Marvel? Trevor and No. I don't remember. The very, very end. So maybe you didn't see it. Maybe I actually know more about this <laughs> than you. So uh it it it's at the very, very end and uh you see Shaling in her bedroom her her childhood bedroom that's right oh yeah and then it pans back and she says something like let's get started and yeah. it shows the rest of the compound that her dad had 
developed and, and I don't want to give too much away cause there's, there's different sets of people there than would have been there before, which is empowering. And then, and also there's like, everything's like got this cool tagging graffiti all over the compound that kind of goes back to where we originally meet her Yeah, in yeah. the movie. There's just cool new vibe, new art, new, new scene. So I wonder if something's going to come of that or if that's just like a resolution to her story. Yeah. I'd like to see, I think it'd be cool if she got her own movie or was integrated mm-hmm. more into the wider MCU. That would be yep. so cool. <laughs> She's a cool character. So what do you think is going to happen next? Because it does say like, and Zhongli and Ten Rings is returning like it, like, like all those movies do. What do you think is the next thing? My prediction would be that they're going to tie it in with Doctor Strange because they're really tying everything back to that. The new Doctor Strange is going to come out. Mm-hmm. Like they tied WandaVision to it. They tied the new Spider-Man. If you've seen that to it. I haven't seen that. Oh, you should. You guys need to. We haven't yeah, seen it yet. Need you guys to need to see it. See it. <laughs> it's so okay. good. Um, but I, they tied the new Spider-Man into Doctor Strange. They've tied this into Doctor Strange. So I think that they're they really need, setting the up Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Um, what is it? Something of Madness. You know, Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. I think is going to be really big as like our next stepping stone into the bigger plot of Phase Four. Are we on four? We're four. So that's my okay. prediction is they're just trying to bring everything into this like linchpin. Yeah. That Benedict Cumberbatch is, I think he's gonna, you know, he'll, he'll get his name out there. Yeah. One day Finally. people will know about that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is only a shame because, um, well, it's, I'm, a, I'm worried that he won't be enough, have enough time to do Sherlock. Well, I don't know if Sherlock's coming back. It's just, it just seems like it's done. Yeah. Isn't it? Mm. Which is very sad. And yet, there are other good things to do. Yeah. Yeah. People can do other things, I suppose. I guess you can, you can always develop new hobbies, ideas, <laughs> interests, skills. Reed, what do you, th- do you have any other things to contribute about what you predict is happening next? Where this goes? Um, I think they're going to do more with like, well, like Emma was saying, like with Doctor Strange stuff, but then I think they're also going to tie in. Oh, you haven't seen Loki though. Um, I think they're no, going to. Should I? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I think they're because the Loki TV series deals with a lot of multiverse stuff and people keeping the timeline in check and making sure there aren't too many splits off into different multiverses. Okay. So I think they're going to do more with that. Cause there's some stuff that happens at the end of Loki. That's like, that's going to okay. come into play more. I bet. Loki has okay. a lot of important lore. Yeah. It's a lot of okay. stuff. There's also that lady that's coming in at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier or not the end, but in Falcon and Winter Soldier and at the end of Black Widow. Oh, Valentina? Right. Yeah, and there's the yeah, whole... played by Julia Louise-Dreyfus. Sure. Right. Okay. She's from Seinfeld. Like, all my generation knows her from oh, Seinfeld. Oh, she's the, she's the 
the girl in Seinfeld. Uh-huh. The one Elaine. woman character. Elaine, yeah. Yeah, I don't know their yeah. names. Yeah. This is funny that that just occurred to you now. I've seen like five episodes of Seinfeld. Yeah, that's funny. Because that's immediately who every... Who your generation. Oh, about. what's she doing here? Where's Jerry and, and Newman and all these other characters? Yeah. But, okay, yeah, she's creeping in. Okay. I think she's probably going to have to do something with like the alternate Avengers um, uh, plot line from the comics. There's something sinister going on there, right? Because she was like talking to the other Captain America. I don't know if you've seen the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Right. Yeah, I have seen that one. Okay. So she was like talking to the, like recruiting it felt like. So I was like, yeah. what's happening here? And from yeah. Hawkeye, she's also in that, or she's linked to yeah. that because at the end of, apologies for spoilers, but it is very hard to talk about anything Marvel without involving some kind of spoilers. Yeah. There's still plenty to, I mean, you couldn't keep it straight even with spoilers. So yeah, I think we're okay. Um, but like Hawkeye in the Hawkeye, Yelena is there, Black Widow's sister. Yeah. Um, because she's been recruited by Valentina's agency. Like it's not necessarily just Valentina. It's right. a bunch of different people. So I think there's going to be like something with that. And like, right. All right. I, th- I think I still I th- think Hawkeye was my has been my favorite recent Marvel component. That was a good one. Because it's a it's a little simple. Like it doesn't. Well, no, it does tie in the stuff with Elena. But I think I read a quote somewhere from like one of the Marvel execs or producers or something. It was like you basically have to watch the TV shows now to get um, the overarching phase information for the movies and you have to watch the movies to get the TV shows. And I think that I, I definitely agree because when I think about any of the TV shows, I'm like, Oh yeah, there is that little bit of information there that is relevant to this movie and comes from that movie. And I'm like, this is right. such a mess at this point. Yeah. I remember right. when I took Anna, my sister to go see black widow this summer, um, that end credits because she hadn't seen, I don't know if she has yet, but she, at least at that point, hadn't seen Falcon and Winter Soldier. And so watching the end credit scene, she didn't really get it. And I was like, oh, she's in, in uh, this other right. show, which you need to, you should watch that one. Cause it's right. Good. But maybe some things are just hidden there for the nerds. Maybe, maybe this, these things are being written in, created at different levels so that you could just go and watch oh shang chi and the cool rings and there's a dragon <laughs> and and for others it's like oh so and then that ties back to this other component and these other i don't know maybe it's supposed to, maybe it's meant to be seen at all levels or maybe they're really just dealing it like heroin and and you get hooked on it and you can't <laughs> stop watching it because the next thing you won't understand the next thing unless you've watched the previous thing and all of its different forms. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think like things like that, um, like them getting Disney plus is like, cause then it yep. seems like everything's going to be there, but then like the new Spider-Man won't be there because that one's technically owned by Sony, which is not under the Marvel category. Oh. But I 
thought I read somewhere that it was going to come to Disney Plus. We just had to wait. Or maybe that was streaming in general. It might just be streaming in general because I've heard or it's going to go on. Maybe I don't on... know what I'm talking about. What? Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. That's the other possibility. I don't know. I just remember then there was that whole fiasco the other summer where it's like, there's not going to be another Spider-Man. Sony pulls out of contract deals or whatever yeah. with Disney. Mm-hmm. I remember I had too much time on my hand, evidently. Um, and I was doing some reading and it sounded like none of the the Spider-Man movies will probably ever be on Disney Plus because of the way the contract's written. And they'll probably be on oh. like Sony's streaming service because I think Sony has one. I could be wrong, though. I don't know. Well, they're probably, even if they didn't, I can see them saying they wanted one and wanted some, wanted to own that content somehow. Which yeah. is, like, honestly kind of cool, because Sony's, like, one of the last few not owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. And we can appreciate that, but we also want to be able to watch Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. I want to watch Spider-Man. Yeah. You have wait to, to Wait a, I want wait a to. cheer for the underdog in Sony. <laughs> Little known company, Sony. Yeah. yeah. Real up and comers. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I don't know, so many of them are owned by Disney now. Like 21st yeah, Century Fox is Everyone owned by is. Disney now. Marvel, Lucasfilm. Like all Yeah, just these. turning on the Disney Channel, you just see all the Star Wars franchise and all the Marvel franchise and all the Pixar franchise. And, mm-hmm. and you can see Hamilton on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you bought every type of um enjoying watch video and enjoy- yep. oh my gosh my brain just broke <laughs> you got yeah. every type of video or film you could desire on there yeah the beatles documentary get back by uh, uh peter, peter jackson. jackson yeah yeah that That's one on looks Disney plus good i think i really want to watch it we've been talking about it and then we forget when we actually turn on the tv i think you guys yeah. should do a review so, of it so I can listen to your review and then decide if I'm going to watch it. <laughs> that's that's the service that we provide. Yeah. And it would be like really yep. good because you did Blues Brothers and stuff. Yeah. And did you watch Blues Brothers? I have not because I <sighs> listened to it during midterms or something. Okay. I can show you Blues Brothers at some point. I think, okay. I think that should be what you watch tonight and, and here at home maybe I'll watch. I don't know. I am showing her Shit's Creek right now. so I'm hooked. That's a pretty good show. I'm so hooked at this point. I was like, we were we watched like four or five episodes last night. Nice. And I was like, Reed, Excellent. we're watching more so tomorrow night. They're so good. I've heard, I've heard where you are and I can understand yeah. why you would keep watching. We just met Patrick. Yeah, I think as soon as we met Patrick, I Patrick, texted my... Patrick, is he... Oh, yeah, I remember Mid-season him. three, yeah. Right? Or mm-hmm. yeah. beginning season three? I don't know. Yeah. He's, a, he's a pretty good... He shows up a couple character. times. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're in that section of it. Yeah. That's nice. I feel like Reed's keeping something from me. I'm not saying anything. There's nothing, nothing she, to keep. She was just talking to me about predictions last night, and I was just not saying mm. anything, because I don't want to confirm Good. or deny anything. Because he makes high-pitched noises when Patrick gets on screen. No, I just love the character development of David. It's a good character development for, for both of them. Yeah. 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 All right, but Patrick and David are not in Shang-Chi. <laughs> the Ten Rings. Well, that would be outstanding. Oh, that would be really were, fun. It would be so cool yeah, if what, David what Rose just appeared <laughs> in the middle of a battle. Just Shit's Creek yeah. is playing in the background of like, um, in like a TV oh, store or something excellent. as they're fighting through past it. Yeah. 
Um, so what is this? <laughs> yeah, I can just see with this sweater. You, David. I, I, don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yes, he just walks away. <laughs> All right, uh, we should wrap up. Do you want to wrap up any uh, questions of the week? Uh, sure. One? Okay. I don't have one yet, so someone else has to go first. I have one. Emma has Okay, one. go ahead. Would, Emma, special guest Emma, what is your question? I would like you both to give me three reasons besides the fact that you both live there that I should go to Utah. Okay, I think this will be the question of the week. Are we not Emma's, just Emma's I question? That, I think, yeah, for Emma's question for Sweet, you. Sweet, that for makes me. it easier. <laughs> yeah, I think this makes it really straightforward. And that's a really good question. So why should you visit? Yes. Utah? Mountains. Besides the fact that you guys live there. <laughs> Mountains. Okay, yeah. I th And you've never been here? I was once when I was like in second grade with my parents and we went to Arches and a couple, oh, okay. maybe one Thank or you. two. to Bryce. We went to Bryce. We went to Arches. I think those were the main two we went in Utah. We kind of just did like a little loop in, the, in um, Arizona, Colorado, Utah. Sure. But you remember it through your hazy seven-year-old brain. I remember a thunderstorm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I remember that it was really hot and there was a lot of very soft sand. And that's kind yeah. of it. Okay. That's the best <laughs> okay. sand in the world. Yeah, that is good sand. I'd say for, because I, Reed doesn't have this perspective, but I, I'm like you, Emma. I grew up <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest and when I moved to Utah, even just visiting as an adult, but moving especially, the fact that, like right now, I'm looking out this window. It's the middle of January, and it is crisp blue skies. And if you've grown up in Oregon, Was Western Oregon or Washington, I guess I do see some sun coming through. Here. <laughs> so, looking out at the blue sky. Yeah, so I'm gonna, so the, it is currently Oregon blue sky right now. Climate change. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> but the difference between Oregon blue sky and Utah blue sky is that there's still, it ends in a white down at the bottom. Yeah. It's a pale blue the entire time. Yeah. Utah, it's like a bright, bright blue. It's a sharp electric blue. Like summer at the beach blue? Mm, I don't know. Mm. It's like yeah, it's kind like of this. different. Oh, but lighter. Like your fan? No. We're just looking at it's all just, the blue items in our room right now. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's not so much the shade but the crispness of it. The starkness of it. I guess it's kind of like a variation. Like it's just I don't know. It's just so blue. And then like right now there's it when there's so it's not, it's not cloudy. Like you can have, you can have storms come through and get six inches of snow, which we would like more of. Yeah. But typically we would get that. And then the next day it's bright blue skies. That's so weird. With the snow. Yeah. Saying, so yeah. So that would be really weird too. I remember when Reed, um, first rainstorm here uh he was like this is the weirdest thing because there is uh, no huh. thunder and I, and then it like just kept being gray for a while and reed was like this is weird 
Yeah. You also notice yes. the moss grows on everything. It does not stay to one yeah. side of the trees. Like yeah. I grew up going to Oregon, but there's something different about like just seeing it constantly. And then. Yep. Just it's get- just gray, moist, damp fog mm-hmm. for months on end. And here you get blue skies for months on end. And it's the switch between the two is stark. Yeah, that sounds really weird. It's great. <laughs> yep. So I think, and then, and then the mountains that like just rise up out of nowhere, like you have mountains in Oregon, but you don't know mountains like, like mountain ranges. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And people in Colorado say, oh yeah, we got mountains and they do, but they live far from them and the mountains are in the distance and here. It's like two blocks. I mean, the problem is we're on a fault line, but (laughs) that just pops right out like. My first trip, road trip here, we like, like, why does the road stop here? And it was the middle of the night. We didn't really understand how the whole community was like, we kind of ran into something. <laughs> and then the next morning we wake up like, oh, well, cause, cause there's a mountain that is literally like a mile above our head that just popped up right there. Is it kind of like Hawaii in, in the sense that there aren't really the same foothills that you get out in where we are right now in the Pacific Northwest, where there's just like a lot of lead up to the mountains. But like, if you go to like Hawaii, they're just, they're, they're there. Um, it's similar in that. Yeah. Similar, it, except everything is mountain. So how do you know where the mountain stops and starts? Where there's people. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there's, where there's yeah. roads versus where there's trails. Okay. Or where there's, I don't know. And then off in the other direction, it's all basin. Mm-hmm. Like Great Salt Lake is just part of a giant basin. Reed has not spoken highly of the Great Salt Lake. It's it's an amazing place, but I mean, yeah, I haven't spoken highly of it because the main attraction for me is the spiders, and you don't like spiders, <gasps> so everything else cool. about it is not as fun. I only want to see the round sand. Oh yeah, the oolitic sand. Yeah. sand. Well, thank you there. It's 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 poop. I know that it's been built salt around. It's so cool. Yeah. Okay. We have good Got sand me. in Utah. I don't want to see the spiders. Okay. We, we, can, will, we can avoid spiders. I will make you we'll avoid spiders away from we'll me. We'll avoid spiders. Okay. Yeah. I'll just cling to you and be like, Reed, if there's a spider, please get it away from me. <laughs> okay. They, they. Yeah. You'll have warning. They, they go across the trail. Like their, their okay. webs span. Oh no. Like feet. <laughs> No. So we will just go not in spider season and then we'll avoid spiders. I yeah. hate that. And this is this is not everywhere in Utah. This is no. just at Antelope Island. It's an it's attraction. Just, yeah, it's actually an event. Who goes there? Australians? No. Families. Nerd kids like Reed? No, we go the week before or week after. So then we go without the people. Right. Because we're uber nerdy and we have to... <laughs> Have have the space to ourselves and not yeah. with the other people. Meanwhile, out here you go to see the garters make eight nests hatch. Ew. Because then there's just a knot of snakes down in the grass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's my turn to make Reed uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, th- any other recommenda- reasons, Reed, for uh, Emma to see Utah other than you? Uh, our pets. <gasps> I want to meet your pets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're here. I've heard so much about them. They're all right. They're pretty cute. 
we have very good snow. Snow is different here than snow you've experienced. It's dry and powdery. I say read complaints. It's fluffy. About snow. It's yeah. So this, you know how I walk on my tiptoes <laughs> in the snow? It's because it's all gross and squishy. We don't have any snow now. It's springtime. Yeah. We might get snow in February, but maybe. But right now, right now, it looks fine. And so there, it's just like everything. It's just silent. Whereas here, it's squishy. I think my dad talked about it because my dad um, in college skied. And he learned to ski out here. And he's like, he said something about it being called like cement or something, cement snow or something yep. as like the term. And then he's like, yep. when I went out to the other side of the mountains and like to ski, he's like, I immediately like fell on my face <laughs> because I was expecting more resistance than I got. Yeah. It's very powdery, dry. I might go skiing tomorrow, I'll read. Ah, so. oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it will be. Oh, there's the other reason I want to come that's really nerdy. Oh, Emma wants to see the Golden Spike. Oh, excellent. We can go by Golden Spike on the way to Spiral Jetty, which is another great It's an art installation thing. by a section of the Salt Lake. It's in Great Salt Lake, although the, the other direction. The, as the water level goes down, then it doesn't look like it's it's well it's not in water yeah but it's in this lake bed salty mm -hmm. lake bed someone took a bunch of stones and made a spiral that sounds very cool it's giant and very cool yeah like you have to have, like it was machines came in and dumped the rocks that sounds so cool spiral. it's very cool yeah can yeah. we throw rocks into the salt lake Are there uh, yeah or, i want to sploosh a rock Okay. Well, they've, like those TikToks where they have a rock. Only, <laughs> you can only throw one. They don't want you to fill fill the Great Salt Lake in with rocks. But don't they want so the water level to rise again? One. No, what are you I'm talking about? That. <laughs> I'm just making up a rule. Like if everyone threw rocks in the lake, then but displacement. Uh, we just fill. Well, that's a good way to bring the water level back. That's, up. that's what that's I was saying. Is like, don't they want the water level to bring back up? Because you said the water yeah, level was going down. Rocks. So I just throw yeah. rocks into the Salt Lake. Problem solved. See, this is why this podcast has gone on for fifty minutes, just so that we can get to this societally. Um, and then for water levels solution. rising, we just take rocks out of the ocean. Yeah, we take rocks yeah. out of the ocean and put them in the Salt Lake. Take Yes. There we go. And then if anything gets in um imbalanced, we move more stuff around. It's not at all like this. This is not how we're gonna solve anything. There's not like there's very different um Good. environments in the ocean and the salt lake or anything or they're both salty. Different kind of salty. Different kind of salty. One has an yeah, much outlet. Saltier. Yeah. Yeah. One also has some deep sea creatures. I don't like to think about it. And one has like nothing living in it. There are two things. That's like nothing. Brian shrimp and Brian flies. That yeah. that statistically is like nothing. It's a lot of things. There's a whole industry around this stuff. Yeah. That's what makes and the sand. And migratory uh, birds. Lots of migratory birds stop off at Great Salt Lake. And it's really fun. The flies just like will sit on the sand next to the to the water. And then you can chase them and they go. <laughs> oh, so you do fun. that with yeah. seagulls where I grew up. There's yeah, seagulls there, yeah, too. We... Seagull, the California seagull is Utah's state bird. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. 
Washington's is just a goldfinch. Like three oh, other states cute. have the goldfinch. As yeah, and you you laughed at ours. Ours yeah. is the name of another state. Ours is like three other states have it because they ate some grasshoppers once. Do you locusts. guys have a swarm of locusts? Yeah, and they came. A l- well, a long time ago when it was a bunch of Mormons here, <laughs> and then the locusts came and ate everything. But then the seagulls were here and saved us. Yeah. The seagulls the sound, <laughs> they both kind of sound like invasive species. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like maybe the people brought the locusts. I think they did. <laughs> so in yeah. conclusion, we are our worst enemy. Yeah, but it was like a sign that God was saving them and that this was in fact the place or something. Yeah. That oh, Brigham is, Young had is foretold. That, is that why they were like, ah, yes, Utah. Uh, that was later. Was, oh. Yeah. But they'd been here a while. Yeah, they had been here for a while, like but in first season maybe. Yeah. But like when Brigham, like Brigham Young had come into the Utah Valley and said, this is the place. Ignore all the other people who already live here. And we're, this is where we're going to be and build a lot of uh, grid road systems. And now we're here. And now that we're here, let's have some farms. And then, oh, no, there's locusts. <laughs> but good news, everybody. We have seagulls. <laughs> That's what I learned in seventh grade. Yeah, and here they come. I just have to draw a map in seventh grade for state history. Though they did Mm. randomly teach me about Brigham Young going to Utah. They were like, this is important for you to know. And I was like, I live in Washington. I don't think he went through Washington. Nope. We are (laughs) west of you and north. It's all part of the the Great Migration, you know, the California Gold Rush, the Oregon Trail, Brigham Young, uh, you know, the immigration of Mormons into Utah. Like, those are all similar stories. They all had similar routes. Yeah, but then they don't tell us about, like, I don't know, the Harlem Renaissance or the Chinese Exclusion nope. Act or any of that stuff. No. Nope. Unimportant. <laughs> nope. You're right. But Emma, we'll on. take you to Golden Spike. Yes! I'm so excited! <laughs> okay, let us know when you're going to be here. We've got a place and for you. And I get you. to meet your cats and you can take me to the spirally rocks and yeah. the round poop sand. And yeah. I can stare at mountains and That's be all like, one tall. trip. That's all one trip. We can look at sand and the golden spike and the swirly. And then I can yeah. the whole time just be like, oh my gosh, mountains are tall. And that part, we won't have to look at spiders. Yay, no spiders. Not spiders over at Spiral Jetty. No spiders. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was an excellent question. Yeah. Any other any other last words? Nope. Do we have anything in our mailbox? Uh, it's empty. Okay. Uh, we did get some really good feedback on our last episode, the covers review. So. Oh, did we? If anyone has made it through the end of this episode, God bless them. <laughs> and if they haven't heard the previous one, we should just say that one has gotten some really good reviews. That's good. Yeah. But that was all word of mouth and communication here and there. No mail. Mm. Remember to email us at a email address. At our email address on the website. <laughs> yeah. The website is mouthsounds.org. I believe the email is dearmouthsounds at gmail.com. Yes. And um, that would be, and we'll get, or fill out the contact form at mouthsounds.org. It's really easy. I did it once. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Also, thank you for so, having me on your podcast. It was so much fun. Thank you for it was, coming. 
thanks for being our first special guest ever. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, maybe this is the only time we will ever have a special guest. Yeah. I would be honored. But I also understand I'm a hard act to follow. No, I'm kidding. I'm such an easy act to follow. That's not true. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Emma. And I, you can do whatever you want with your feelings, but read. Good talking to you and keep your feelings inside. Thank you. You too. Okay. Okay. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.